Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. And today we're going to talk about how good is the enemy of great? How do we get into these complacent moments when we stop living our greatness or our heart is beating to do something and we deny it because we're afraid of what we might lose? And then how does that inhibit us from living in our greatness, from growing? And we talk about that and more. And most importantly, like how the idea is so that we can start bringing that into our minds so we can start moving towards greatness and stop letting good slow us down. I know we we talked on our last episode about the journey that your clients take and, and what that looks like. And then it got me thinking every year or every couple of years, we make changes. I mean, we're always making changes actually that work with our business, but sometimes it's greater change. And and I guess I just came into my mind as we were starting to open this discussion that sometimes we stop when something's good. We have a lot of good things and we've been doing a lot of these trainings that we teach the businesses we work with for years, decades, and it can be good. But there's a saying and Jim Collins, I don't know if he's the one that coined it, but he wrote uh, the book from good to great, but in that good actually is the enemy of great. And the reason for that is that we tend, when things are good, we tend to get complacent, right? We get in our comfort zone and everything's good. And, and then we don't leap to greatness. And that's why you see some success stories that seem even easier when someone is either broke or homeless, or they have some catastrophe in their life. And then they end up leaping ahead of what would be good and go into some greatness, either become a multimillionaire or like recover for, from some ailment, survive something wild and crazy. There's this extra will of greatness and it's like they just skip over good. It's, it's easier because when you're when your back's against the wall or you're already at the bottom, there's nothing but up, right? But when you're good you're good. You're just like, hey, it's fine. Like, and then you don't, then you don't move to greatness, which also they always say a lot in business you hear, if you're not growing, you're dying. And even in our life, right? If we're not taking care of our body, like physically, like if you're not moving or advancing your health, then you do start to decline. There's another saying that I really like. We don't, we don't get old and stop walking. We stop walking and get old. So this is the same thing. We've got to not stop. So, so in this, we wanted to open up the discussion about this. And if we find ourselves in good. So I think what helps us to kind of kick this off with everyone else in this conversation, with the rest of the team here, is that one of the things that helped me move into greatness is not stopping how well we serve our clients. 
And I think if you can put that, this is just one strategy, right? There can be more, but one strategy is how can we better serve our clients? That's going to push you to uh, step up. But here's where it stops us. If some idea comes and it's gigantic, we might say, ah, oh, we don't need to do that right now. We'll just, we'll just polish what we have right now. And that's where then we fall from innovation, right? That's when we're not helping. And I guess this conversation is spurred because we right now are innovating. So just as an example, for years we've been training. I've been keynote speaker for since 2007 and traveling the world and training and then bringing people into live programs. And one thing that we've always wanted to do is build some more scalable opportunities. But I was always hesitant to do it because I didn't want to just have on-demand courses and and just people would like enroll in that and then just be up to them to watch the videos. And a lot of people do that. I'm not saying wrong or right about that. But I the stickiness and the change that happens when people work with us is when they get to work with us, right? So how do we do that and how do you scale coaching and so it's going to be a it's a hybrid from having stepping stone application where you can step by step move through things and it's highly curated and then you have access for q a and you have a, a mix of live events so it's like mixing it all together but in a very curated way it's not just dump on demand like netflix style for business school i just don't think that works because and there's a lot of those out there and you can see, and then people sign up and then you don't do it. It's like getting a gym membership and not showing up to work out. It always bugged me. So we wanted a way to engage people, but this took a lot of work. It still is. We're working on it right now. And it really pushes us to be great because now we're going to live by our, our mission. Our core purpose is to help as many people have the freedom they desire. So if, if we're working on a one-to-one or small group basis, we charge a lot of money because it takes that to make it work, right? So if you're working with less than you and you need to afford to run what you're doing, then you obviously have to charge more. But as you scale, then you can reduce that expenditure to each individual, but yet make a greater impact. But there's a lot of work to be done. And so this is what called this conversation is like, where are you? Where are you and what to do? Are you living the greatness for your core purpose? Are you living at the level that your clients need you to? And then, or are you in that comfort zone where it's good enough and then you just keep going? And what day is good enough, not going to be good enough anymore? And then you have all the, then it's what's, what's better, like making change now, even though you don't need to like need quote in quotes or, or wait until all of a sudden it doesn't work at all. And now you're in jeopardy of losing everything, right? How many businesses have we seen disappear? They're doing like really well, but they don't innovate and then they're gone. I don't know. What what do, what do you all think, Stephanie, Melissa, and Giovanni about this subject? I think it's sometimes easy to get a little bit complacent if you're in a position and maybe you're not yet an entrepreneur, but you're work, you got your side hustle going and you're working in a company, sometimes it does get kind of easy to get comfortable. But I mean, I tend to, I tend to hear from people that it's very difficult for a person who really wants to be great to sit in that comfort, that comfort zone for too long. But I do think that there are things that trigger you in, in different ways to go, 
maybe this is not what I want to do right now. And I want more or I want change. I want something different than maybe what this will lead to. And, and that's where I think it gets a little bit scary sometimes for people to go, yeah, I want to do something 10x, right? Instead of just moving the needle a little bit, I want to really do something big. And then you get nervous. It's like, well, that's a lot of change. People kind of freak out a little bit. But it's the change that actually brings you the biggest reward because that's kind of what you're looking for is something significant to change so that you typically want to feel like you have purpose in life. Like, why? what are we here for? We're not here forever. So it's like, while I'm here, I may as well do what I really enjoy, what I want to what I want to be good at, achieve what I want to achieve. And sometimes it takes really us kind of giving a talk with ourselves, right? To say, let's do it. Let's just jump. You brought up lots of things popped in my head on that, Melissa. I read during the holidays, I read The Alchemist again for the third time. What a wonderful book. I think I'm going to make it an annual event because it's just so powerful to watch that journey. And in that book, they call it the personal legend, your personal legend, being your personal legend, living to your highest self, right? Your legendary self. And that takes change. So, and that's the scary part. And I think a lot of psychologists will say that a big, one of the big reasons we don't change is the fear of loss, right? So if things are good and you're going to go to great and you need to change, then you have to let go of something just like without giving it all away because if you haven't read the alchemist you should go read it but just a little bit like it's about a shepherd boy that leaves spain and goes on this huge journey but you can't have that happen without letting go of your sheep right like so literally like in that story giving away something physical it could be emotional or physical but I would say in order to do something different, you have to let go of what you're doing now. And then this is what I've said for years. A lot of times good to great doesn't happen because you are in this state of good and we think we'll wait until greatness comes and then we'll grab it. But we're going to keep good until we get to the great. But the reality is you can't do that. You have to let go of of that good thing so that you can make space for the greatness, right? Like it's, it's, you can't drive a car and then want to drive another car at the same time. Make sure that you can drive that other car before you stop driving the other car. Like, just think about it. It's not, it's not going to work, right? <laughs> you can't be in two driver's seats at the same time. And just to throw it back to you, Melissa, if you want, I mean, I just want to say, I think that's where we get stuck is that fear of loss. And, and I, I've heard you say this before, and I know other people, I've, I think I've heard other people say it before too, but but I know you said it more than me for sure, is that the golden handcuffs, you call it. Like, because you, you kind of lock yourself into the good because you don't want to lose it, but then you don't have enough space, energy, time, whatever you want to put to move, to move forward. No, that's true. Especially these days, you can find companies sometimes that are, they offer you a lot, right? I mean, there are a lot of companies that don't offer you as much as they used to, but depending on when you got in, there's all these benefits. It's like when I started working at Visa, they were a not for maximum profit, I'll call it, company, essentially owned by its members. 
and then they I they went to an IPO and but at the time there was all these benefits of like 401k and retirement and all this kind of stuff and you kind of go wow well if I leave I lose all these things and we do think that we're going to lose us that fear of loss but at the end of the day you make the transition and then you realize there's so much more to be gained you just are so nervous about making the change that you focus on the loss, but you don't actually understand all the things that you can gain by shifting and transitioning into your purpose. It's so, yeah. It's so true. I, I, one thing that I've noticed, I asked people, they're like, oh, well, I can't retire until this age. And they're already at the retirement age and they want to start a business. That's possibly a lot of times how people contact me. And, and then I say, okay, well, how much? And I've had, they're like, I don't know. I just know it's more like each, these different age brackets, then I'm going to get more. And then I have them go back and I've had people come back. They're like, I'm going to get $600 more a month or $300 a month, like some small amount. And then you add that, you add that up. So if it's $600 more a month, then that's, that's five grand a year, right? Something like that. And then I'm like, okay. So you're saying you're not going to make more than five grand in your business. You're coming to me because you want to start a business and then you're going to stay in your job for five more years that you don't like, that maybe even you said you hate. And, and then you want to start a business and you have this love that you want to do, then you're already setting yourself up for fail because you're saying, I'm not going to make five grand. Like if you can't have a business to make 600 bucks extra a month, then you probably don't even have a business. Like, so yeah, Melissa's correcting me on my math. 7,200. Thank you. Oh yeah. Five, five times 12, 500 times 12 would be six grand. Yes. So 7,200. Thank you. So it's, it's really good. Like you don't have to do math to, uh, to be wealthy. You just have to have good pe people that are really good at math to watch your numbers. Yeah. Now you should know your numbers. So Actually, that's a good point, Steve. Actually, right there, like another way of going from good to great is like you think, you know, well, not just know your numbers, yes, but that you are the one who does everything or you're the one that has to do everything, right? That's like one of the main things that will keep you just in good because to be great, you have to expand beyond your capabilities or your, your capacity. And the only way to do that is to have more great people on your team to allow you to then focus on what it is that you are great at to then bring your company up to the next level, right? I mean, you just read any kind of book or watch anything on YouTube University on business and like talking about scaling up or getting bigger. And this is, I guess going from good to great doesn't necessarily have to be scaling up, but usually it, it means that you're going to get bigger in some capacity, right? And I think if you're doing it alone or have a smaller team and you want to go to the next level, you have to figure out another way because you can only get so efficient with what you currently have, right? If you're doing pretty, if you're doing good, you can only get as efficient as possible as you can until you hit a barrier and to get the next level, then you have to change something, right? And it kind of gets back to that something has to change in order to go from good to great. It isn't just like it's not a easy but it's just like something has to change right you have to make some kind of yeah exactly yeah it's not linear right you have to multiply in some way yeah yeah
So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks, and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. Yeah, and that means you got to let go of something because there's a space. It's like if you have a full trunk in your car and you want to put something great in it, you got to take something out. So you're going to have to cut stuff. So that's where it gets scary because you got to let go of something. Like like Melissa said, you might have to let go of investing more in your 401k or or yeah, if you retire five years earlier, you might forfeit $600 a month in that retirement check. Well, but then you have to calculate that against what you're going to gain. What What is it that you're going to gain? And I would also say... If you're outside of your heart, it, going back to like the alchemist, if you're not in your personal legend, what what is also sad to me is you have something, your heart is saying, do this, do this, do this, and you ignore it and you ignore it and you ignore it. And then life will go by and then you're then that's where we start having regrets and we get more sad. Like there is so much depression right now in the world. And and in the United States, it's it's getting higher and higher. I keep talking to more and more people that are just like taking their that I've heard they're taking their lives. And it's we the, I think it comes back to this because if you're living someone else's life, then in your your heart is living a lie and you you will get sad. And and then even some people don't even know. They're like, Yeah, everything's great. I got the job, I paid for the house, and and you're just depressed. So it's it's not okay. And that's why we want to evoke you. It's not going to feel normal, by the way. So I, I've been often, people uh, quote me on this. I say success doesn't always feel normal. And that's because we never have had it, right? Like, so this goes back to the whole conversation here that we feel normal in what we're doing right now because we're used to it. So when you start making these changes, just because it doesn't feel uh, good, some people would even say, they might even say it feels wrong. It's not wrong. It's just different. It's just new. But you got to trust in your heart that you're doing something that you want to. Because, I mean, who cares? If you make all the money and you do all these things and you don't have a happy life, you don't have a happy family, then what the heck are, are you doing? I, I just recently read a story about a guy who had... A, a multi-million, like hundred million dollar company. And in one of the recessions, I want to say it might've been the 08 recession. I'm not hundred percent on that, but in, in, in a recession, he was losing the business and he was trying to ride the wave and he went into debt to try to save the company and ended up having to bankrupt everything. And he was suicidal. He was going to, and he had kids and a family and all of that. And it took someone else coming and saving him. A friend showed up in his life and said, what are you doing? You have so much to live for. And it wasn't until after the bankruptcy and they were in a rental and he was there surrounded by his wife and kids that he's like, oh, they they need me. Like, I'm here for this. It's not the money. And he even noticed that his family was happier. Like, they actually were happier. So they had less money, but they were happier because they were together. 
and just think that you're gonna because something financially happens you have a, a, some sort my kids were saying what does poor mean or something came up over the holidays we were talking about it and i just said poor is a mindset broke is a temporary setback <laughs> so you choose your mindset like if something happens financially it happens and the fact that you're older and wiser, like anyone that I've ever seen go through financial crises, the older they are, the smarter they are about how they do it, usually the faster they rebound if they let themselves. But I've also seen people have that financial crisis and go into deep depression. And then it's dark. Yeah. What do you think, Stephanie? Like, how have you noticed these patterns in your life when you've stuck with good and then the scary times when you jump to great because i know you've done both in your life maybe maybe compare those as a as a in your in your opinion yeah i think this definitely hits home for me just having to let go or choosing to let go of a lot of different things this year so that i can reach for greatness because it does take that sometimes you have to make hard choices to reach for things that are outside your comfort zone in that like quest for greatness. But I think I've spent uh, like prior to our work together, I spent a good amount of time in either good or not good status. And I'll say when you're in just good, like one wrong thing, like you said, something does not go in the right way. And then you, it's like, you're right into not good. Whereas like, at least if you're in great, if something goes wrong, <laughs> like you're still back in good. And that's a funny way to think about it. <laughs> I, I, li I like that. I like that. So it gives you more wiggle room. Like you have a little bit more to work with, but yeah, I think it's, it's definitely worth it. It can be scary and it does take some thought and some effort first. And it goes back to everything that we say, like what is, if you're in good and things are good and you're happy and it's like, it's comfortable and all of that, figuring out and just pushing on your mindset a little bit, like, well, if I were to actually reach for great, what would that look like? If I could paint a picture of what that is and what is it that maybe I, I dream of or, and maybe it's like, what did I put in front of it? Like what wall? Because for me, for a long time, I just had a wall in front of my dreams. It was like, I can't have that. I just need to accept that this is what it is and this is good and that's fine. And it really took breaking down that wall and like allowing myself to see what was on the other side and then just to believe in myself that I could have greatness. So I think it does. Sometimes greatness starts with just your mindset. Like, am I okay with getting outside of my comfort zone? Am I okay with letting myself dream about what I can have and then going towards that thing. But yeah, good is not good sometimes because it it just keeps you from having that, taking things to the next level. And maybe in some ways that sounds like, well, we should just be happy with good. Like not a lot of people have good. Not everybody has good. So we should just be happy with that. But like you said, living your legend, if we do feel like we have a greater purpose, if we feel like our company has more to offer the community, the planet, our employees, whatever that is, then it's like a responsibility to not just ourselves, but like there are greater purposes and we have to show up for that. And we have only so much time in this life. So what are we going to do with it? Might as well be great. And my friend still talks about that. Like one of my besties, we were roommates after she got out of college. So she went and got her degree. She came back and was going into financial, like she was like a financial, God, I can't even think of the word. <laughs> She's like financial planner. Yeah. Planner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 
And she was starting out right fresh out of college, new with this company. And they had all these goals. She was in business development, like had all these goals. And she was building her portfolio and building her book of, of business. And it was like, oh, if you could get to this amount of new clients by this date, you were going to get this huge bonus. And we were like sitting out after work one night, just like hanging out. And I think I just sent her, I was like, well, just go do it. Like, why not? You're putting in the hours anyway. You might as well spend that time and reach that level and have that. Like, just go do it. And she, so I, I don't even know how I said it. There must've been something more profound than what I just said in what I said, but she still talks about how like she used that throughout her career to be like, well, if I'm going to be here and I'm going to do this, I might as well just go for it. the excellence, like have it. And so she, she went and she met that goal and she was so happy and it used it to fuel things. So sometimes it's like just setting that first benchmark even of like, well, what is greatness? And like, what is that? And then celebrating that when you get there and then using that to motivate and propel It's you so good. Going. So many points even in that. And thank you for sharing that story. What, 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 that's where we can be with a friend and just give that little encouragement. And like you said, it sounds so simple right here, but it's so profound in that moment. It doesn't need to be some crazy marketing lingo and you like stood up and did a whole number and all of a sudden you turned into a musical and you're like, you're going to do it. you like, it, it just is the exact words that need to be heard. And I think I want to speak to one more thing. And then, and then if there's any last comments then we can do it, but I, I just want to say that I think we can get ourselves in trouble when we're like, oh, I should be grateful for what I have and I'm not going to ask for any more. Then you're stifling what's coming through your heart. I, I think that you were made to have those feelings. Like if you really want something, there's a reason, like you're being called to do that thing. And so then in a way we're blaming others. I know it's a crazy thing to say. So just think of this. So you think you're you're asking for less, right? I'm I'm going to do more. But when you're creating something, you're not taking anything from anyone else, right? So if we're creating our best self, we're not taking it. That's like saying that if I smile more, I'm taking other people's smiles away. That's ridiculous, right? Like, or if I'm happier, then I must be taking happiness from... Wait, whoa. Hey, Steve, watch your happy level. You're taking happiness from other people on the planet. It's crazy. There has to be a reason, though. That's what I do want to say. Like, we're not just... You're not just going to make a money grab or... And also, it's in your own morals, right? Like, I, I'm not doing... I already make... I make a personal thing that I'm not going to do anything that's going to hurt someone else or something else that's not part of me. I'm not going to allow that. So that's not what we're talking about here. But when we're talking about going for your best, and maybe that is more money, and maybe that's fine. Maybe that's what you're meant to do. Because I believe money is not evil. It's it's Money is a- ambiguous. Money is a tool. If you use it to do bad things, then you know what? Also, I believe money amplifies. So if, if when people do bad things, when they have a lot of money, we all notice because it's so loud. And when people do good things with lots of money, we all notice because it's so loud. So the more money involved, the louder it is. So pay attention, right? And and then with that, I just want to be really clear in a metaphor. If you have a lot of money, you're just holding a lot of money, 
what do you want to do with that? It's not about the money. The money is the tool. That's like wanting to build a house and you just store a bunch of hammers. Maybe I've said that on this podcast before, but then you just have like warehouses and warehouses of hammers. It goes back to what Stephanie said. Why do you have all these hammers? Oh, I want to build a house someday. Well, why don't you just build the house? <laughs> Forget the hammers. Like, or you get just enough hammers to build that house. But we don't, that's all you need. So get back to the goal. It's not about the money. The money is a tool. So don't say if you're, if you're, if your goal this year in 2024, when we're recording this is to make said amount of money, then you didn't go deep enough on your new year's resolution. In my opinion, you need to actually ask yourself, what will having that money do for you? And what are you going for? Because sometimes it comes to you without the money. I've had people, I know people that have been gifted real estate, gifted. They wanted land and they got it or they they needed a certain thing and they thought they needed a million dollars to have it. And then guess what? It came through another avenue and they didn't need all the money. So, so in all of what you just said, Stephanie, I just want to make this really loud. Desiring something that's coming from your heart and coming from your talents, your legendary talents. We all have our secret gifts or, or they're not, they shouldn't be secret. Hopefully you're living them. You are not hurting anyone else. You're living your best self. And just think about that in conclusion on this. If everyone's living their best self or going back to the alchemist, if everyone's living their personal legend, what would this world look like? Just think about that. So if you want to change the world, you be your personal legend. Because my opinion is, is that people watch us more than they listen to us. So just do it. As Stephanie said, just go do it. We're already living here. You're already going to wake up. Why not do it? Great. And one thing we're trying new, and we, we're kind of not doing it exactly yet, is we're trying to do these 30-minute episodes. We're going to try this out because we were doing an hour. And actually, I'm surprised. We got a lot in in 30 minutes. We're at 30 minutes right now. But is there any last little ideas before we close out this episode, everyone? I was just going to say that sometimes we need to also level up when it comes to the people that we hang around. Because I think sometimes you get comfortable. And when you think about being comfortable, you you tend to hang around the same people. Not saying you need to drop all your friends. But I would say when you start stepping outside of your comfort zone, you really start meeting lots of people that maybe you wouldn't meet. Or an in, in opportunity opportunities open up or you create opportunities because you're meeting these new people and it just kind of takes you to a whole different perspective in life. So don't be afraid to take those people with you. But I know in some cases when you want change and you tell your friend your idea, they're like, no, you shouldn't do that. You're doing good already. You got to check. Why are you rocking the boat? But at the end of the day, it's about your life and what you want your life to be like. And so while I love my friends and what they say, you have to own like what that's, that's your life well, just one is quick, And I'll throw it over to you, Stephanie. One quick quote from Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn said that if you're the if you're playing the biggest out of all your friends, and you stay in that all the time, you are going to shrink to your point, Melissa. And so he suggested you don't have to, like to your point, you don't have to ditch all of those friends. You can still hang out with them, but just make sure more of your time is spent in a group where you're the smallest one, where everyone else is playing bigger than you. Then you're going to, 
then you're going to escalate and then you still can go hang out with the other friends, but just make sure that you're even you're either equaling that or in Jim Rohn's opinion that you're you're with the people that you're it looks like you're playing small right then it then you're going to excel right because you're going to grow to those yeah Stephanie what, what were you going to say I feel like this could be a whole another podcast topic but yeah I've heard that quote too it's something about if you're the smartest person in the room like find a new room because you're not gonna you're just gonna get comfortable there and then why push yourself but if then you surround yourself with like-minded people who are all reaching for something more then it's going to inspire you there's going to be more people to talk about it with and this even just happened with one of our clients was talking like consulting with other people about a decision that she was trying to make and she looking she was looking to level up and they like mocked her they warned her they and it like puts doubt into your own mind about things that you really want and like a decision that you're making that is so personal to yourself, like these goals that we have and these things that we're reaching for to to go from good to great, it's very personal. A lot of thought goes into it inside. And then also if you're exploring it, like a lot of time and energy goes into figuring out like, can I have this? How can I have this? And so to just share it in a few sentences with somebody else, like they are going to take, they're going to take that that energy and that excitement from you. And so it brings me back to even a quote that my dad says that's like one of the things that just stuck with him from his mother is, I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to show you, basically. It means like, don't talk about it with the people who are going to support you in your endeavor, but otherwise, just show just show up. That wasn't what I was going to say when you first posed the final closing thoughts question, but that that kind of came up. So yeah, I guess that's good. Yeah. And I think you're right about another episode about growth. We've talked about growth a lot and it's one of our core values, but like how to grow. Cause again, it's this, it's actually a piggyback off good to great. Cause you have to be willing to let go of the old you. This, go, this goes back to the adage, just when the caterpillar thought it was all over, it became the butterfly. And that's, that's it. So part of you has to kind of die or be lost to break those golden handcuffs. <laughs> so, well, everyone, thank you so much. And we're, we're going to test these 30 minute formats out. Let us know if you like 30 minutes or an hour or more. I, I was pleasantly surprised at how deep we were able to get. I always wanted to do an hour because I want to make sure we go deep enough, but that we're going to keep testing this out. If we can do 30 minute episodes, then that means it's easier for you and your commute or wherever you are to listen to 30 minutes and just get this good information and keep leveling up yourself. And if you want to keep leveling up, we also highly suggest that you join our newsletter. All you have to do is text WOW, W-O-W to 72,000. That's 72000. So 72000. Text WOW to 72000. And we will, you'll, you'll be prompted to put your email in and then we'll start sending our newsletter. And that's going to come with five introductory emails from me telling a little bit about the story and the transition that I made in my own life so that you can learn from that. And I get really vulnerable in there. So you'll have that. And then you'll just be updated about all of our happenings. Most importantly, we're always giving value there. And this is something for free. This goes back to our mission to help as many people as possible. So if you want more business and more life and you're not sure quite how to do it, then first step I would say is join the newsletter so you can get some new ideas, right? And what we were just talking about, hang out with some new people, come hang out with us so that you could think differently and, and grow. So 
That's why we do this podcast. We're here to serve you and, and make a difference in the world from what we've learned. We hope it's helpful. We love you all. And as I always say, choose gratitude and create freedom. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.